0: Together we will raise, lead, and empower a generation to change the world. Here, Jesus is famous, and all the glory goes to God. This is Celebration. This is our family. Welcome home. Good morning. Welcome to Celebration
1: Church. Let's all stand together as our campus joins with us over in Stevens Point. Our Appleton campus is still on hold. Good morning to uh, those over in Point and all those who watch on the internet and so many who are still uh, (coughs) quarantining at home and not gathering out uh, with those of us who are gathering. Anyway, uh, good that you've joined us. We welcome that as well. Uh, If you're watching on Facebook, we've been encouraging people on Facebook to go to our website. The, The worship experience is better. The interaction is better. There's a campus pastor there you can connect with. So that's at celebrationchurch.tv. And those of you who've been watching will notice that our Facebook numbers have been dropping. Say, oh no, no one's watching it. No, they just moved. <laughs> so they're going over to that. So uh, <clears throat> let me encourage you to do that. Um, we might as well uh, take the offering first because that's one of the things that have, have, has all discombobulated because of all this... Social distancing and not handing buckets and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, if you would join us, most people do online giving. Or if you want to write out a check or whatever, you can do that and mail it in to the church. Or you can drop it in the buckets on the way out or cash on the way out if you like. Uh, those of you here can use the uh, envelope, same as in point as well. Or a lot of people are doing it with their phones. You can pick up your phone right now. Pretend you're paying attention to me while you Google other videos. I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> and just send a message. You're going to send a message on your phone to seven, seven, nine, seven, seven. That's the number seven, seven, nine, seven, seven. And then in the message type CCWI and the amount you want to give and boom, that will go into to, uh, to the church account as well. So all kinds of ways that you can give electronically and stuff and encourage you to do that. And those of you who watch online all around the country, uh, really actually consider celebration church, their home. If this is your home, you need to give. Just because you're not in the building doesn't mean you shouldn't give. So make sure that you give uh, and continue to support uh, and give into the kingdom of God. All right? So next Sunday is 4th of July weekend. We're going to do something different next Sunday. We're going to be doing a very Americana thing. The entire worship service is going to be bluegrass. Bluegrass music. So it's going to mandolins, fiddles, banjos, the whole deal sing some of those, I'll fly away, oh glory. And we're going to have fun with that, okay? And because of that, you guys in Point will be watching the entire service online from the get-go so that you can join in with the worship experience there because we don't know any bluegrass people over there. So anyway, um, so normally we don't do that. We have our own worship experience and stuff and then just connect for the sermon. But next Sunday, it'll be all together. It's 4th of July weekend and uh, it should, the weather's going to be amazing this week. Uh, summer usually lasts at least a week here in Wisconsin. And uh, so we're all excited about that. Uh, the Duncans are in the house. Where are you guys at? Where, oh, there they are. <laughs> Good to have them visiting. Also, we have happy to announce we finally have a new campus pastor for our Appleton campus. Woo-hoo! Chris Kleiner and his family. Why don't you guys stand up and see if we can stick you on video here. There they are. Good to have you guys with us. We'll be involving him more and, and, and stuff, and you'll get to meet him. And welcome to crazy. Anyway, so, so that's great. Uh, all right, let's get on with our message this morning. I got a message entitled, got to serve somebody. Everybody say, serve somebody. Now, Bob Dylan, the venerable Bob Dylan, back in the uh, late 70s, became a born-again Christian. And, uh, and he came out with a gospel album. And one of the hit songs from that album is, You Gotta Serve Somebody. It might be the devil or it might be the Lord. Anyway, the lyrics of the song are just amazing. Ezra, you know Bob Dylan, Ezra? Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you were born, what, 2002. Got to serve somebody. That's what we're going to talk about. There is no such thing. Listen to me. There is no such thing as pure freedom in the sense that you never have to respond or be answerable to anybody. It does not exist. You're either a slave to the destructive power of sin or a slave to the empowering grace of God. In Romans, the sixth chapter, let's read that starting in verse 12. Paul writes, he says, therefore, do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members as to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourself to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but you're under grace. What then, Paul asks? Should we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. In other words, The argument he's having here, if you read the whole thing in context, he's talking that because of sin in the world, God sent us great grace and salvation to set us free from sin. And there was a thinking back then, because people are crazy, well, they said, well, if God sent his grace because of sin, we ought to sin even more. (laughs) So he's literally dealing with his thinking. And he says, should we sin because we're not? No, by no means. And then this is what he talks about sin. He says, do you not know? And the reason he has to say this is because they did not know. In effect, most people still do not know. That if you present yourself as to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. Now, from the beginning, Satan has promised freedom to those who will throw off the restraints of righteousness. But as I said, there is no such thing as freedom that says, I answer to no one. I can do as I please with no consequence. I am free. I am free. I am free. You are either a slave to the destructive power of sin or a slave to the empowering grace of God. This was this way from the beginning. We read in Genesis, the third chapter, in the beginning, verse 4, the serpent says to the woman, because God told him, don't. You can do whatever. Just don't eat of this one tree. And the serpent said, I'll go for it. She says, No, if we do that, we'll die. And Satan says, You will not die. For God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open and you'll be like God. You'll be free. Whee! Don't y'all want to be free? Just be free as so you can possibly be. Turn yourself over to the devil. Disobey God, and you'll be free. Yeah, how'd that turn out? People often say, You know, if there's a God, why there's so much evil in the world? There's evil in the world, not because there's no God. It's because the world told God they didn't want anything to do with him. They wanted to be free of God. But what they didn't understand is that they were doing was taking on the slaves and the chains and the fetters of sin. Because you are either a slave to God or you're a slave to the devil. You got to serve somebody. Say, serve somebody. Oh, yeah. Satan has always promised him freedom. Remember the 60s? You weren't around, Ezra. You were gleam, gleaming your daddy's eye. In the 60s, they told us free love, right? Remember this? Sexual freedom. It was the beginning of sexual freedom, which has been building every decade since then. Free. Do whatever you want. Get rid of the restraints, man. Just do Whatever. You can be free. How's that turning out? We've got adulteries out of control in people's lives today. Porn addictions that are destroying men. Divorces are skyrocketing, ripping families apart. And STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Do you know? I I looked at the numbers this morning, and it is really disconcerting. There are 110 million adults in America... That have STDs. There's only 210 million adults. That means half of them all got cooties. I've got cooties this morning. We still love you. Cooties are welcome here. But man alive. And considering they're including your great grandma and grandmas in that category. You got to pretty much pack that in a younger group. That means the vast majority of those in the younger demographics, teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, are carrying the bulk of this thing. More than half of the people you will encounter, young people, listen to me, young people. More than half of the people you encounter already have a sexually transmitted disease. They were promised freedom. Man, just do it. Just do whatever. It's fun. Watch the movies. It's all fun. They got sexually transmitted diseases. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV, that'll kill you. We've been spending, just in this country alone, pushing $20 billion a year just to treat these things. Hundreds of billions of dollars over the last decades. Huge chunks of money. Then add all the money the world is spending on this and trying to find cures for all these things. Young people often complain about, "Gee, why, why don't we just give people more, more money that are poor and, and fix all the social injustice in the world? That'd be great." If we weren't throwing hundreds of billions of dollars away just treating diseases that would not exist, the people would just keep their pants on. <laughs> but they can't help it; they're slaves. They're sla- I'm telling you, you, turn you turn to this so-called freedom, you're not free at all. You become a slave to this stuff and it is destructive. Over half the people your age, young people, are carrying this stuff. And you're gonna stick your ear in some guy's ear that you just met? (laughs) At some party? Seriously? Well, it won't happen to me. We're gonna practice safe sex. Yeah? How's that been working out for 110 million people? People are crazy. I was watching some be nice Mark (laughs) I was uh, reading some guy on the news who said uh, that people still can't stop having sex with everybody so they're encouraging when you're having sex wear a mask (laughs) what? I'm telling you there have been more versions of stupid in the last two months than I have ever seen in my life. Just, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, is there a pastor, I'm concerned. That's okay. You can stay home, watch church from, from your home and, and, and lock yourself away I mean, seriously, if you're really that concerned, I don't want you to be paranoid and freaked out. Uh, you know, more and more people are finally getting out. And, <clears throat> but if you're worried about it, I mean, that, that's okay. And some people need to be quarantined. Actually, uh, my wife's father is going in for, it got delayed and now his surgery is this Tuesday. So if you'd be remembering him in your prayers, we would appreciate that. So they've really told us stay away from people because it's dangerous to those people. So don't touch me. All right, I gotta stay away. He said, well, you're sitting with these people over here. Well, I'm related to half of them and the other half I should be related to. We all hang out all the time, you know, so. <clears throat> but, yeah, I've, I've got to keep it. So it's, it's real. It's, I'm all for quarantining for sick people. Just quarantining healthy people seems a little odd to me. Just free, man. Just be free. Just free. Not realizing you've got to serve somebody. There's no such thing as free where you don't have some consequences in life. Talking to a young person the other day, saying, well, you know, I, when I get married, I want to have an open marriage. You know what that is? That's, you're married, but you still have sex with other people. Well, that's a great idea, chlamydia. (laughs) Do you mind if I call you chlamydia? This is the world, and the people still don't get it. They still cannot stop. Why? You got to serve somebody. That's not a knock on people. Say, well, Pastor, I miss Hey, we're all slaves of one or the other. You got to make a decision. Who am I going to serve? Am I going to serve God? Because this will bring me life. Or I'm going to serve sin. It'll bring me death. And this is certainly versions of death. We've got unwanted pregnancies. We've gotten abortions. Millions upon millions upon millions of human beings' life have been snuffed out into their, in their own mother's wombs ever since we had free love. it's always a price, man. Young people don't believe this. Oh, it's free. Everything's free. Oh. Nobody's free. Oh, freedom party. Let's party. Let's have a good time. Let's go party. Abuse drugs and alcohol. Now, how's that been working out for people? And listen to me. You young ones who are getting ready. You're graduating from college, from college, high school, and getting ready to go to college and stuff. All your lives at this church, we have tried to instruct you in ways of righteousness that will bring you life. Uh, But I I know that there will be some of you who won't listen. It's always the case. Uh, And you will, some of you really go through some hard times because of decisions you will make. Listen to me very closely. No matter what you do, you can always come home here. All right? So, So, Pastor, you hate, I don't hate anybody. I'm just telling you the truth. This isn't hate, man. You get all this stuff and you're struggling and you can always come home. There's always a home here. You know, if you're Humpty Dumpty and it fell off the wall, we will all gather together, all the king's horses and all the king's men. We'll stick you back together. You might look a little cracked. <laughs> How many of you know? Some of us are cracked. You know what I'm talking about? We've we've been around. Ugh! Wish I hadn't have done that. Ow! There's a crack. But there's always grace. There's always mercy. You always have a home here. In the past. I did horrible, terrible things. I didn't listen to anything. That's okay. We love you. We do. We're trying to help you by warning to you today. It's not trying to make you miserable. I'm trying to let you know that there's no such thing as freedom where you don't answer to somebody. Always promising something free, financial freedom, man. You of course, you know, you can have financial freedom if you do it God's way. But if you do it the world's way, be tight, be greedy, don't give any money to anybody, hoard everything you get. Just be obsessed about your retirement while you're 22. (laughs) (laughs) All it takes is a big downturn in the economy. Half your income is going to go like that. Some idiot come along and cause your stocks to crash. Here's a big one. Now, this one's political. Now, let me say this. We do not make politics a big deal here. I don't care what your political views are. I tend to be conservative. My brother Eddie, the bishop, tends to be liberal. I voted for Trump, he voted for Hillary. What's that mean? It doesn't mean Jack. It do not mean Jack. We got our, everybody's got their opinions, right? But in here, it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. I don't care about your political opinions. My brother has every right to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> By the way, Deanna's not here today. She's with her dad, and she says hi to all y'all. She, she misses you when she's not here. She is a sweet, adorable, darling, brilliant, compassionate, inspirational soul. I think that's everything she told me to say. Yeah, I think I got it, Deanna. I think I got it all down. So. But there is a version of a political ideology that I think is dangerous. It's called socialism. So, are you putting that in a category of evil? Listen to me, escuche me. Since the 1900s, more human beings have been arrested, tortured, and killed. Under the ideology of socialism. Than any other ideology. In the history of mankind. In the 1900s. 100 million human lives. Were snuffed out. By socialists. who Desire power. You're going to force people to do what they want. Take away all your freedoms. and, And they get there. How do they get there? By promising you everything. It's going to be free. Everything's free. You won't have to pay for anything. And if you go. That sounds like a good idea. You're not thinking through. Now, not everything that is of social structure is bad. Social security is a version of socialism, if you will. It's fine. so not everything's evil. So don't say I said everything is evil with that. I'm just saying there's a hardcore version of it. You need to be careful. The good news is even the vast majority of liberals in this country and progressives do not buy. This thing of social, it's overwhelmingly very young people who think it's great. Why? Because they're being lied to like they've been lied to about everything else. Free college, free everything, free money. Everything's free, 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 free. Uh, listen to me. There's no such thing as free. It's just not. There's the grace of God that's free. But even then, we yield ourselves as servants to Christ. So well, I want to be servants of anyone. Too bad. You don't get a choice. Your only choice is who servant you're going to be. It's like Bob Dylan said, you got to serve somebody, Ezra. You got to serve somebody. Pay attention, Ezra. Pay attention. <laughs> Jesus answered them, truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. It controls you. You just want to get partying, drunk, or think there's no content. You become a slave to that stuff. Any addictions, all these things that we talk about. Not, and we don't hate anybody. Don't misunderstand. There are people who hate people who struggle in any of these areas. That's not us. We don't, I don't care how jacked up you are. Welcome to church. All right? But what we want to do is encourage you. Learn, as Paul said, surrender yourself to God. And see the life that comes from that. Because when you start doing this other way, you know, those of us who are older have seen the end result of these things. You know, you guys, young guys, and, and I, we love you guys. We do, all you young people. We're not against you. We're for you. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just trying to save you. Some of Those of us who have been around the block a lot of times <clears throat> have seen the heartbreak when the slavery of sin locks into people's lives. It is not a pretty picture. But Jesus said, if the Son make you free, you will be free indeed. Back to Romans, he said, thanks be to God. You have once been slaves of sin, have now become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you've been entrusted. And that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. See, it's one or the other. You become a slave, you get free from the slavery of sin, which is horrible, and now you're set free to become the slave of righteousness, which is life-giving. Verse 20. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Now, you were free of righteousness. That's what they're saying, right? Get rid of your... Restrictions. Get rid of all that stuff you heard in church. Get down. Just be free. When you're locked by sin and it's choking the life out of you, it doesn't feel like that in the beginning, but that's what's happening. You're free from righteousness. And he said, so what advantage do you then get from the things of which you are now ashamed? He's writing to older people. He says, you guys know where, where this all ends up. A lot of you are just ashamed. I mean, it's, it's been awful. In, uh, the end of those things is death. Verse 22, but now that you've been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life. He says the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is the eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> and listen to me. The devil will say to you, people will say to you, we're all part of this system and it's a big system in the world. Just do whatever you want. Be free. It'll give you freedom, but it doesn't give you freedom. You become a slave of sin. And the wages of sin, he says, is death. The gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. The only question is more, who are you going to serve? You got to serve Somebody. Ezra, you paying attention. You gotta serve somebody. You know that song, Ezra? Do you know that song? Yeah, really? Get up here, sing that song. Where's the band? We need the band. We gotta serve somebody. Come on, brother. Where's the band? What key do you want it? Key of C? The key of C. C sounds good. All right. All right. You want to play with the this? Power's on. Power's on. Make it funky, boys. You got to serve somebody. <laughs> good words. Listen to the words that Dylan wrote here. It's a good song.
0: You may be an ambassador to England no France You may like to gamble, you might like to dance You may be the heavyweight champion of the world You may be a socialite with long string and pearls But you gotta serve somebody You gotta serve! Everybody. Yeah, see oh. ya! Yeah. Maybe the head of some big TV network. Maybe rich or poor. Maybe blind or lame name. Maybe living in another country by some other name. Hey. Somebody's landlord. or oh, you might own a bank, but you got to serve somebody. Oh, you've got to serve somebody. Yeah. Oh, it might be the teller. Well, I hope it's the Lord. Because you've got to serve somebody. Yes, yeah, serve somebody. You might be a preacher with a spiritual pride. You might be a constable taking bribes on the side, or working in a barbershop. You it. might know how to cut some hair, yeah. or maybe somebody's mistress, or maybe somebody's there But you got to serve somebody. We need some backup series. Yeah, you got to serve somebody. Don't forget it. Well now we. You're gonna serve somebody, serve somebody Hey, listen, you might like to wear cotton You might like to wear silk You might like to drink whiskey You might like to drink milk You might like to eat some caviar You might like to eat bread You may be sleeping on the floor Or maybe in a king size bed, but you got to serve somebody. Serve somebody. You got to serve somebody. Serve somebody. You know it might be the devil, might be the love, but you got to serve somebody. We got one more for you. You may call me Terry. You may call me Jimmy. You may call me Bobby. You may call me Simmy, You may call me Edie You may call me Ray You may call me anything No matter what you say You're gonna have to Gonna have to serve somebody Serve somebody oh, You're gonna have to Serve somebody Serve somebody Yeah, sing it! It's a celebration, you know you're going to have to serve somebody Serve somebody yeah. You're going to have to serve somebody Serve somebody Somebody. Never heard that song in my life.
1: <laughs> See, that's why you never want to miss a Sunday. Yeah. No, tell them what we're going to do. We said you can sit down. No, you can sit down. You guys just stay up here. I'm, on, I'm done. <laughs> Look, I would love to be able to tell you that life is like. That you just sit in the middle, and you get to decide whether or not you're going to serve God or serve the devil. And I'm telling you, that doesn't exist. There is no middle. You're either doing one or the other. The good news is if you've been a slave to sin, you can be set free this morning. That's what we're going to celebrate right now as we take communion. We're going to be celebrating what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. He died for us. His body was broken so we could be whole. His blood was shed so we could have forgiveness of sins. And as he said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You see, serving God is true freedom, but it's still serving Him. But it brings life, it brings energy, it brings health, it brings blessing. It brings prosperity. The world will tell you, no, 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 that stuff will hold you back. Come our way, man. That's where you find freedom. But look at the world around you. They're not free. It's a poisonous situation. The good news is we can be set free of our sins through Jesus Christ. If we're going to take communion together here, I want us to pray together. The Bible says before you take communion, we should stop and examine ourselves. To see where we're at have you been yielding yourself to god or yielding yourself to sin and look even when you're serving god there's times we still mess up but that's what forgiveness is for so let's all bow our heads and i'm going to pray a prayer for forgiveness i don't know where you've been at this week how you've done maybe you've struggled in some areas uh, the good news is that there's always a new start in christ and we can experience forgiveness i'm going to pray a prayer of forgiveness for all of us heavenly father before we partake of the bread and the cup this morning and in obedience to the scriptures, we pause to examine ourselves. If we've sinned against you in any way, Lord, thought, word, or deed, if we've not loved you with our whole heart, if we haven't loved our neighbors as ourselves, for the sake of your beloved son, Jesus, who gave himself as a sacrifice for our sins, have mercy on us and forgive us of all our sins. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of your Holy Spirit, keep us in eternity that we may delight to do your will and walk in your ways for the glory of your name. And while we're still in an attitude of prayer, maybe you're here visiting for the first time this morning, watching us first time. Maybe you've heard this a million times and you've just never truly decided to let Jesus set you free from sin. Why don't you ask Christ to come in your life right now in your own words. Say, Lord, forgive me. Come into my life. Set me free so I can walk in your way because they are ways.